Hello, brothers and sisters. Here we are. The Water Podcast. You know, it's that Wong Amazing Talk for everyone to remember. Here we are, where conversation flows, illusions crash. You know, today, so excited. We continue our Wongversation with Britt Russell, amazing woman, working towards her rape. So we got some new things that we know about her now, too. She's also working. So not only, you know, she's, we know, EMT, volunteer firefighter, empowerment coach. But what we know now, too, is that she is working towards her PhD in metaphysics. That's going to be amazing talk in the future. That's going to be a cool conversation about some stuff. Long conversation. And then we also know she's working towards Reiki. And, that, and that's, gonna, that's cool, too. But again, we're going to have to get into that in the future. So without further ado, here she is, Britt Russell. How you doing? Yes, I'm so good. I'm so good. <laughs> Thank you for that amazing intro. Such an amazing intro. You are just, um, I love the way that you take the time to get to know the person that you're interviewing. I really do. Um, so oh, my, the intro, I will kind of go into some pieces of it. And the volunteer firefighting was several years ago when I was um, moving towards being a firefighter. So I did some training to become that, become a firefighter. And so part of that is you don't have to be a volunteer, but it definitely helps to kind of get that, in, to, to get that, the skills, you know, and just be in the environment and get used to it. Oh, so that was back in 2014 and 15. And, um, and then I left and got into the emergency department for about five years, different, like several different emergency rooms, different hospitals, got a little variety there. And, um, yeah, getting out of that was just when I was in, in the hospitals, it was very clear to me that God had me there to really just be in the trenches. Like I look at jobs at times as like, I look at things as like, of course, like I, there's things that I want to do, right. I'm passionate about and I follow my joy. And there's things that I don't always want to do, but God's like, I need you there though. I need you there. And there were, there were moments where I remember when I got a job at one of the local hospitals here in San Diego, and it was very evident to me that that particular hospital, I remember not wanting the job there and it paid twice as much. And I still didn't feel like this calling to go there, but I Mm. I found myself applying and I was like, I don't, I don't really want that though, (laughs) which is interesting because like doing, Mm. doing half the work and double the pay and amazing benefits was like, course but for some reason my body was like eh. and I, and it wasn't just it just wasn't really like stoked on it it wasn't not stoked either it just didn't it was, I was really indifferent and I found myself getting hired and I got hired and all of a sudden like I had this really strong awareness that I hi Jeremy I see you in here really the really strong awareness that God wanted me there for many reasons. And it came very clear to me that of course, to be a light to, you know, to, to support others in addiction, uh, moving through addiction because I'd been sober at that time for uh, about eight months. And so it was very evident that he, he had me there and the stories that I have Mm. that God used me to, to, uh, to, to, to just, to just do his work are, is incredible. I mean, even in the midst of some of the experiences that I had, I was just like, Oh my God, literally. Oh my God. Like so amazing. And, uh, some cool, cool stories. So, you know, and then fast forward to now, I mean, throughout that time now, I was like, okay, it's very clear that the body is a, 
is a byproduct. Look at all these beautiful souls in here. I love this. The body is a byproduct. Um, like the, the body is, a, I wouldn't say a tool for the mind because it, it really is, it's to me, this is all subjective, but the, 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 the mind is a tool for the body as well. So at any given moment, we could, we could, we could, they could play different roles, but it was very evident that the, the body's ailments and the experiences the body was having was the byproduct of the mindset. And so I was like, okay, I see that I'm a, I knew I didn't want to be a nurse. I knew I didn't want to be a, phys, a physician's assistant, a PA. I didn't want to be an MD. I didn't want to be a DO, um, which is really just a, a, a month or two long is from what I understand. Um, mm extra of an MD to be a more naturopathic doctor, but really it's just a couple different classes, I think. And then I didn't want to be, um, yeah, I didn't want to be any of those things. I just knew that I was there for a really God given reason. And so I eventually left in August of 2020 and I'd already started a empowerment practice, really coaching practice. Didn't really know how I was going to do it and all the things I just knew. Okay. Well, if I, use my experiences to support other people, nothing could go wrong. Like, you know, like you just, you know, so I just use my experiences. I created, I created program, a program. My first program was really just like six months, you know, intuitive coaching. And I went from there and then I did three months and cause that got got a little exhausting for me. And my whole point was to serve people to, also use my time wisely and, and also, you know, get paid for it, you know? So now I'm at the space three and a half years in and I have an empowerment coaching practice and I add my different modalities. So I have Reiki right now and I, I have my Reiki one and two. So I do, I do do distance and I do in person in my home Reiki. And then I'm in the process of getting my master's to be able to teach and attune people because I believe people get to have this energy. They already, they already have it. It's just a matter of being intentional about it in a ceremonial process, which is what I believe to be the, uh, the experience when we attune people as a master. And so I also am doing my breath work um, course next year because it's like the mind. Yeah. Mind, body, spirit. So, so mind is the coaching. Yeah. And really people coach themselves. So important. Really, it's just the space. Right. I, I consider so what important. I do is creating a safe space for someone to, to really truly trust themselves. They already know what they're seeking. I, they just, they, they just don't have that. Like, I don't know, you know, in conversation, people, yeah. go, people will share how they're feeling and they'll go, Oh, I don't know. And really the, I don't know if you break it down is I don't know if you, yeah. if you are going to judge me. So I yeah. don't know, but really is, it is like, a space that I hold is like, I won't judge you. And you know that. And so there isn't much, of I don't know. It's more flow flow of like, whatever is, is coming up live. It's coming up live. We have an intention that we set. How do you want to feel at the end? What's coming up for you? Bada bing, bada boom, let's go deep. And you know, it, it's not always that easy uh, or, or that Man. quick, but at the end, like of every session, yeah. there's just so much magic that is attained and so much clarity for the individual. And really, I just reflected, constantly reflecting, reflecting, reflecting back to that individual, what's coming up for them and um, what they're sharing with me and how I could flip it in a positive way or how we can reframe it, if you will. And so that's the mind piece. And then we have the body, which is the Reiki. So really moving around the energy that's stuck in the body, allowing it to to expel from the body. And then we have the breath work because your, your emotions are attached and they work through your diaphragm to the breathe, the breathing, which I'm still learning to do guys. I'm still learning to do this and I'm jumping into to being, I'm a teacher right. because I'm like, yes. And the thing that I know about teaching is, you know, you don't have to spend that like hundreds of hours or thousands of hours taking clients and, and all these years and PhD 
you know, or doctorals or bachelor's or associate's degrees to get this training. Like it's like, yeah, experience it, appreciate it and start teaching it. Start teaching it. Be humble and be curious still. And don't come from a space of like arrogance and and righteousness, but just like learning with them, but you've learned enough, which could be one session, you know, and go teach it and go learn with them. So I wanted to incorporate all three of those. You know, what's beautiful about this too. What's beautiful about this too, Britt, is that you are doing this yourself. Like when you do this yourself and, and I could already tell too, you know, you've done a lot of work within yourself too, to figure out why did I do that? Why did I go there? Why did this happen in my life? And now by doing, or and, and, and I'm just speculating here. I, I don't know. You let me know, but I'm assuming by doing these things, mm-hmm. this has allowed you to become a better coach and a better, because you, I'm assuming probably had, I don't knows yourself that you told people 15 years ago, right? 100%. You know, like, I mean, cause I could tell as you speak this, it's not like, <laughs> it would be crazy if you were just putting on, it's like this girl. Oh, this woman's just lying about everything. Like she's, you would know. Like, yeah, you would know. There's yeah, no you, way you would be able to tell, you know, like when, yeah. what you can tell is that like, Oh shit, this woman's been through it. Like she's passionate about it because this is given her happiness. This has given her solace. And so what we're discussing partly, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't necessarily mention that, but I, you know, if people will see on the, um, uh, the title and things, but the stories we tell ourselves and how those stories that we tell ourselves, I love how you put it in the, in the last podcast, they motivate us one way or the other. They either motivate us to move forward or they motivate us to sit the fuck down and shut up, you know, and what way do you want to live life? Because I think what you're saying, it sounds like to me, like, you know, when we, cause it's funny, I'm listening to you and it's like, wow, you know, what do I mean when I tell people, I don't know, you know, because I know exactly what you mean. You know, you tell somebody something and you go, ah, but I don't know. And it's this, holy shit, it's this filler word for exactly, damn, you really hit that on the head, Britt. I mean, it's this filler word for like, please don't judge me. I mean, this is just like, kind of, I don't know, like, I kind of think this, but like, I'm not really sold into it. Like, I'm just kind of moving with whatever, like, you know, what do you think kind of thing? Like, I just want Oh shit. And this goes back to like our last talk too. Uh, I just want to please people. Yeah. Speaking of pleasing, gosh, during the holidays, it was interesting. You mentioned that, um, you know, I was getting a little nervous and anxious today. Uh, I was getting anxious and the anxiety was coming from like, I don't usually feel that anxiety around like having to buy presents for people during Christmas and like having to be here and there. I have right. before, but I came to a space right. about two years ago. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do either a white elephant. We're going to do a, a, a secret Santa or what I love to do is I buy blank cards and I write philosophical quotes in them and I send them out. That's it. You know, but today I was feeling a little uncomfortable I and I was like, huh. So what's coming up for me One, I was hungry. So you guys know halt hungry, angry, lonely, tired, any of those. Um, as silly as that sounds, that's super, it is. It, <laughs> it really helps. It helps. And I add a couple <laughs> H's. So it's like halt. So horny, hormonal, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, because it's, it's, it's a thing. Like there's, there's wait, 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 one more time, one more time. Cause I've heard the halt, but not the halt. So. Yeah. I created a couple extras, <laughs> hungry, horny, hormonal, angry, lonely, and tired. And those things are usually like uh, right on the head. If I'm feeling hungry, I'm like, oh, okay. But I was feeling 
I was feeling like, man, I, I haven't done my, sh I haven't done shopping this and that. And I was like, no, 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 I don't be the people please people, you know, or you know what I mean? Like I get to just be myself and I get to show up and that's enough. And show up, show up. I just get to show up. I get to show up. And of course, you know, there'll be a couple things that I'll want to buy for some people that are just, you know, there's things I know that they would really appreciate. But for the most part, what I'm leaning into is just accepting the fact that I'm not going to get a shit ton of presents for a bunch of people. And that might make me feel uncomfortable. And I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? And the right. stories that they might create because of that, or that I create because of that are just that those stories, you know, they are just stories. And, um, speaking, and it's so interesting too, as you say that, I mean, especially around this time of year, because what's interesting with it, this, I'm, I'm really glad you brought this up because it's like the stories of Christmas time are kind of like, you know, the, especially for us. I mean, we're, we, we grew up, you know, there's so many people today. It's like, oh, you know, do I say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays? And I'm not trying to get into that, but I mean, we have this whole story around this whole time of year. You know, there's all these movies that are always shown to us always showing presents and giving gifts. The commercials are stories in themselves. 30 second commercial. If you know, when we were young, I mean, I, most of the stuff I watch today, it's, it's either YouTube or these streaming services. I'm, I'm not seeing computer or I'm not seeing um, commercials, but the commercials are more stories that get us locked in to, Hey, you know, this time of year, you should feel like you need to do this and you should feel that your worth is this and they should feel, they did this for you. And it's so funny you said that too. I, I actually had the uh, the same exact experience today. I had it like literally about presents and shit. I swear to God. Like, you know, yeah. and it's funny that like you were saying that. I honestly didn't even connect that. It's so, yeah. it's so interesting how, you know, the people that come into your lives too, anybody out there, you, you're going to know this. If you stay aware, if you look and you notice the people that come into your lives, they come into your lives for reasons. You know, like uh, there's this entanglement, there's this attraction, there's this something on some deeper, deeper quantum physical, there's something that we don't know, but, you know, and, and I think you probably like myself, Britt, like we're, we're trusting that what I'm trying to do and try to work on is trust that, Hey, look, these people, this person said this for a reason, this person, you know, popped up here and said this for a reason, this person won, you know. I'm trying to take those doors. Like that's, that's the new story that I want. I want to jump into opportunities and I want to jump into uh, the unknown and what else is out there for me that, you know, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be able to help me. Right. Like I think you were mentioning this. On, right. Yeah. Go ahead. Why is that? interesting? That. Well, well, it's interesting because you yeah. just, you just basically to, to me, you just, sound like you chose a story because that's what we do we choose to me our baseline's love oh, yeah. here at the end it's love if anything outside of our perspective or anything outside of us is is merely an illusion you know what we've created based on our stories i mean we could all be looking at the same thing i shared this with you yesterday the same thing and have totally different interpretations but it's a totally neutral experience whatever it is and um you know we know this but sometimes we can forget you know it's like ah oh, this is neutral this is neutral you know, it's an illusion. I mean, it's happening, but it's not real. Everything's baseline to me. This is my, this is my, my take on things. I mean, you can always take what you want, leave the rest. This is only my personal experiences and I'm only going to share my personal experiences. And if they align with you or anybody else, awesome, you know, but. And as long as you do and everybody else out there too, you know, cause I'm glad you said that because that's, what's very, you know, anybody who I'm bringing on, on this, uh, on this podcast, on this platform, and we're having conversations I just want you to be as honest and open that you're willing to be. I mean, of course, I don't want to, hey, well, tell me everything about what happened here that, you know, if you're not comfortable, 
it. But you know, when we when we try to hide ourselves from other people, like you know, by telling them what we think they're going to hear, you know, what ends up happening is you end up finding that person who's real with you, and they end up telling you, "I oh, no, I don't like that." And now you just made, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're stuck in this lie, and you're like, "Ah, oh, shit." Or you know, they why do you want to tell people that you like things that they like that you don't like, and you don't want to be a part of that, like? You know, too often. Why does that happen, Britt? Because I know you, you know, know what happens. Like, why do we well, think that we don't fucking like? I, mean, <laughs> I can say the reason I've done that. And by the way, Jeremy, Jeremy yeah, yeah. and Stella, thank please. you for showing up and, and just, just show, you know, showing up. Um, if you guys have anything you want to add, you know, please let us know. But um, I, I feel free to ask questions or whatnot, you know. Thanks for that, Britt. You know what I saw, too? And I didn't, uh, in the discussion here, so I put down... Uh, if anybody wants to ask any questions, please type them here. And then, you know, in the future, or sure. we're not really, s- yeah. And maybe we'll take, uh, yeah, yeah. But sure. thanks for, thanks for acknowledging. My phone keeps blocking. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Yeah. Keep touching, keep, keep touching or go to, <laughs> or go to, or go to your, um, your settings and then turn your backlight off for these sessions. Just keep your phone plugged in. because uh, it will yeah. end up, um, right. Yeah, right. Dying quickly. But anyhow, so what I heard you say was, why do we people please basically? And I, I think it's just systemic, systemic um, right. stories that, you know, we're hurting people's feelings. And we learn that very young. I mean, I watch parents now and nothing right or wrong about this. This is just something that they're probably, they've been taught, you know, maybe a kid, you know, uh, just is learning to trust their body and, you know, some stranger that knows their parents who isn't a stranger to their parents, but they're a stranger to their kid is, is, is like, come here, give me a hug. And they're like, Ur-ur. and they're like, go give him a hug, Johnny. It's like, I was just thinking about this today. I'm, I'm absolutely not going to tell my son or my, to my daughter to right. give someone a hug. It's not personal, but it, it's the right. parent being right. like, okay, my, my kid's a good kid. You know, like that's a, that's, that's a good person. But well, what if the child has yet to, you know, learn that about themselves? Like they're, they're learning to trust the trust or not trust energy. They're still feeling that out. And so if we, if we tell them to do something that they haven't made right. their own decision on yet, then they get used to not trusting themselves. I feel like, that ties into, at least that's my experience, you know, that, that, that ties into like us not trusting ourselves. And so we do things based on, you know, things we believe or we hear in society. And then, you know, because we're not trusting ourselves at a young age, then we're believing things, you know, because, oh, well, I mean, this should be true. I mean, it, it most people think it, you know, like I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Like, but what if we just shifted the story to something as simple as, well, if we're all here, this is my come from. If we're all here to support each other in growth, then how is someone not learning their lesson because you want to step in and cushion their fall, helping them grow? And 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 what what is the story? How how is the story of you know everyone should mm-hmm. always feel good serving us? Because that's not true. If that was true, it wouldn't happen. You know, like we've got, people have got to feel, it's like, it's like when you enable somebody, they make a decision baseline sober and and just in general, their decision is to, let's say, sabotage themselves and you come in and be the hero, then that decision, that neurological pathway that's been created will give them a result of positivity. So it's not actually helping them. Like, oh, if I do something shitty to myself, I get a positive result. No, it's not, it's not helping them. It sucks to watch, you know, that's, that's why we really step in 
it's not that we want to help them or that we don't want to hurt their feelings. It's a lie we tell ourselves because the truth, the truth is we don't want to feel the discomfort. And it's not even the feelings. It goes even deeper. It's the stories in our head. I'm hurting this person. I don't want to feel this pain. So I'm telling myself that I'm hurting them. And so that's the lie I create. But let's sit with ourselves and really ask ourselves, is it really about them? Or is it about us? And it is always about us. And no matter what the situation is, it's always about us. It's about how 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 we're experiencing life, you know, and the stories we create that we actually place on somebody. So I could say, you know, I, I could say something to you and it's not personal, you know, but, but, you know, I'm telling myself, oh man, I hurt, you know, I, or that, that really isn't the best example. So I don't even need to give an example. I felt like I gave a great example. I, I feel that no, was no, good I, enough, I, you know? No, you did. I love, oh, it yeah. was a great example. No, what I'm thinking too is like, oh my God, there are so many ways when we're young, like, so what you said, I mean, so, you know, you think about it and I've talked about this with my wife too. And, uh, you know, it's like, so you're young, you're not, <laughs> you know, you just think about it, right? It's like you're, you're a child and sometimes just because you're young doesn't mean you're not a human being. The only thing that's going on is that like, you know, you're, oh, yeah. you, you know, you, 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 you're, um, you're honing in all your senses and everything. You know, the, the, the young child's brain. Oh my God. I mean, a, a, an infant brain can learn three languages at a time. I mean, it's so trying to pick up everything it can, you know, they're really close to God oh. too. Cause they, they, they were just recently like, Compared to us getting a little bit more programmed and like, yes. you know, essentially what we do and started, I did interrupt you. Um, I just want no, you to no, keep no. going, but no, just no. one thing to add is like, it's just like, we want to grow up and be all this and that, you know, after we start to conceptualize like, oh, well, I'm in this world and this is the way it should be. And I should start acting like this because then I'll be accepted all the things, whatever the stories are. And then, right. and then we right. get to a space where we're like, fuck, none of this matters. Fuck. Now I want to be a kid again. And we're taking these workshops. <laughs> we're getting coaches. Right. We're doing all the things. Trying to be a fucking kid again. To try to get that mentality. Not even try. Just remember. Remember who we already are. That playful side. That that curious person who doesn't need to be arrogant or righteous or doesn't need to have it all figured out, right? So we want to be a kid again, essentially. You know, so they're closer to God still, too. They have so much to teach us. Wow. No, this is great because there's all kinds of ways when we're young, we're forced to do things. Cause, and it's funny too, as you talk about the stories and how it's about us, then when I started here or, or what, what I started thinking about, as you were saying that was that the adult, the parent, the child, you know, the, the way the language about, you know, this is my child, this is my kid and that's okay. I mean, I'm not trying you know, again, just like you say, I'm not, there's no judgment towards any parents about the, you know, it's just all I'm, all, I, all I think we're both trying to do is just elucidate on, on these ideas that, Hey, think about this. Like, you, you know, that the, a, a four-year-old isn't just like, here's the thing. Like, you know, we think, um, we think kids, oh, they're just kids. They don't know what we're talking about. They don't necessarily maybe know exactly like the, you know, exactly what it is you're talking about, but they're listening and they're making conclusions for themselves about the words that you're saying. And then when they hear those words that maybe you're thinking, oh, they don't know what the fuck it is. When they do hear it from somewhere else, because now you didn't want to talk to them about those words, they're going to find out what those words were and know that, oh, yeah, these were those things that like they thought I wasn't listening to or. 
and create stories exactly. about those words, their own, their own words. Exactly. They create their own meaning. We've all created one powerful, powerful word. I mean, we give the words charge, you know, and, yeah. and, and words are beautiful. It's a way of expression. We are expressive yep. beings and we, we are here to express uniquely our own way. It's, it's not always, I mean, the way that I see it is we're not always, I, I, I guess, I had this expectation that we were supposed to always be this like Mother Teresa, all of us, like in some way, like the goal is always to be, but I don't really think it's like that. I think that yes, love, but we are unique beings and we want mm-hmm. to express ourselves. That's the way that we are here to um, experience life our, in our own unique way. Like I express myself very differently than you do, very differently than Jeremy does and Stella does, you know, um, where I was going with that originally is the words so, right. so like one word that has a lot of charge is, is strength. What does that mean? Because to me, strength is vulnerability. Now, I still do have fragments mm-hmm. of strength being don't cry, like like toughen up, put some mud on it and get dirt on it and keep walking. You know, and there are times for that. I, 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 you know, I do have to get on my Navy SEAL, you know, uniform every now and then and like handle some things, you know. But like, I don't only wear that anymore, you know. I, I, I step into you know, different, mm. I style flex, if you will. It's a style flex, you know, step into vulnerability when needed, depending on the situation. I can't be a results-driven controller when I'm with my partner. He's not going to want that, but I can do it when I am, you know, on a call at the fire department, you know, like when I used to be a firefighter. So um, my, my point is, is there's different charge in different words and everyone's created different stories about those words. So, you know, words are powerful. They're, they give so so beautiful to, to express but sometimes it can make a fucking mess and you just got to look at actions instead of words because even and, and you want the actions to also match the words so i mean words are powerful they have a lot of charge and they mean they mean things they all mean things and we have to really to me like i like to break down like what does that word mean to me what does that word really mean to me because what i what i say strength means to me but what how i act sometimes still is i i do act right. like it's weakness I do. Sometimes I do act like vulnerability can be weak. You know, that that's my truth still, even though I stand, I stand for truth mm. in general. So I don't just stand for like, I'm always going to mm. be vulnerable and, and, and think that that's what strength is. Like I stand for me being true and me being true. Sometimes is like, I still do at times have a charge of that word being um, me being a, almost like a emotionless, you know, um, individual just to get by. That's how I used to be for a long time. Uh, like pretty, pretty hardened, not realizing it. I didn't realize that I was hardened, but I you know, had a bit of a, a couple layers on my, on my heart, on my exterior, just trying to keep people out because I was so, I didn't know how to be vulnerable and keep my power. And I learned that over the years. I learned how to be vulnerable and keep my power. And if I give it away, cause I'm human in a moment realizing, ah, I chose that. I chose to take that personally. That's my responsibility. And the responsibility is where my freedom lies. And I believe it's where everyone's freedom lies truly. Right. Right. Wow. I love it. Um, 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 It's it's great. You know, as you're saying charged words and I thought where you were going to go, because when I, when I like, when I think about, because I think about these things, (laughs) I think about a lot of this stuff too. And the word to me that I find really tricky when I just think about other people in society and especially about like, you know, when you think about, uh, you know, where we are at an age and how many friends we've seen and how many relationships we've seen people in the word that, that, that I thought you were going to mention was love. 
because love is such mm-hmm. one that, you know, it's like yeah. not really like when I've thought about it for myself when I was young, like it's not defined and it's used in so many different ways. Like, and you're not like, it's never really, it's just, oh yeah. Like, you know, like, uh, like, you know, your parents, oh, I love you. Like, you know, this is all, you know, and you see it over and over parents. Okay. Parents love kids. Okay. Kids love parents. Oh, uh, people love Kool-Aid. Okay. Uh, people love the, the 49ers. Okay. Uh, oh, people love alcohol. Like, wait, what? And then like, oh, wait, or, you know, what's worse? I mean, yeah, that's funny, but, you know, <laughs> but what's worse? It's so true. It's like the word fuck. Yeah, it's like, wait. Right, right. But like, except we don't like, you know, uh, yeah. And then what's what's really fucked up with love is like, what about the the caretaker who told the the person that they abused that they loved them? Yeah, totally. And then That's I thought, 100%. go ahead. What you know? What have you have you thought like? No, or, or what, you know what I've thought about this is that like, so is this why? Like, this is how people get in relationships that are abusive, then, huh? Because yeah. right, like totally. it's it's that totally. well, that work. cycle again, yeah. like they're they, or it's that familiarity, it's that story they grew up with that they find normal you know as as many people as i talk with it's amazing it's like we all think our fucking it doesn't matter what the fuck happened to us as a, as kids we all think it was normal when we're kids you know we don't know that like oh you know that not everybody this doesn't happen in everybody's home or this isn't you know not everybody deals with this like you know like we don't really it's harder for us because our brains aren't fully developed yet to like necessarily see all that yeah. Oh my gosh. I think everyone can be charged with that word. It's a charged word for us all. Like, and then, it, and then, and then it's also in religion. Right. And you're like, Oh God, you know, it's like Jesus. Right. So Jesus, literally Jesus, what's going on. <laughs> um, but for me, like I, I could just share what love meant, meant for me, you know, and, and I see that like we associate, we hear the word and it's associated with an action right. and a feeling and experience and a smell and a sight you know, so there's been this boom, this memory that, that that's how memory is stored, you know? And so, and then repetition of those, uh, of that experience, types of experiences and dynamics, then that becomes what it is. And then we seek that. Um, cause I believe we're, we are the, the thing that I, the, the common thread that I see in humanity is that we are innately wired for connection and deeply want to be loved, seen and understood. And um, regardless of our experiences, now we could end up looking for tumultuous relationships. We're still looking for a relationship. We're still wanting to be seen. You know, we could be two serial killers, like falling in love, you know, but because why do we even become those things? Right. Like what did we experience to, you know, but we're still looking for a relationship. Right. Or we could be two just totally harmonious people that really like have really great lives. Still looking, still looking for love, you know? So, um, this is all just my experience and, you know, my, my view on love before I really started to create my own, cause I realized like Fleetwood Mac says, Stevie Nicks, love is a state of mind and everything is a state of mind, you know? And, um, so uh, I, I don't have all the answers, but my experience is like, when I grew up, love was you don't have the answer. <laughs> love is pain. Love was pain to me. Love was pain. Love was uh, condition, conditionality. Love was uh, abuse. Love was verbal, verbal name calling. Love, love was uh, physical wow. abuse. Love was um, 
love was, uh, you know, uh, conditional. Um, it was temporary. It was, um, it was betrayal. For most of all, it was betrayal. Mm. And um, so I sought those, I saw those relationships. And I also was in relationships. Interestingly enough, I found relationships that, that I did not have that experience from my partner. I became that thing that I received, which was wild because I rec recreated that dynamic oh, and I became the one betraying. I became the one um, cheating. Crazy. I became the one abusing, you know, oh, and yeah. I, I, I ended up right. getting that from my partner as well because I created that dynamic and then pushed them over the edge. And then there was this toxicity where they almost didn't feel like they could leave. And oh, I wasn't shit. necessarily being like, stay you, you X, Y, Z. That wasn't my come from. I truly thought I was the victim truly did, right. you know, and, and this may be hard to hear. And I'm sorry if there's anyone in the audience or anyone that even hears this in the, in, in the recap or not the recap, but the replay that, you know, is, is triggered by this. And, you know, if, if you're triggered by, by me and you create a story about me, feel free to reach out to me and talk to me about it because I don't want the stories to continue. And um, I also know that it's not something I'm proud of, but it's something I experienced and it's something I didn't understand, you know? So, the, the one that was the victim as a child, not knowing what was happening and then getting so be, be, becoming the monster. Like I became the monster I feared essentially. And, um, you know, when I got sober five and a half years ago, I had to make amends for all those, you know, and, um, it was, uh, it was hard, you know, it was hard, but it was, it was rewarding. I never wanted when I, when I realized it, I was like, Oh my God, how can I contact these people as fast as I can to like, get this, to make, make it right. Because I realized, like, what a trick my mind played on me to really believe that yeah. I was the one that was getting things happening to her when really it was. I mean, it's not like everyone was were were, were angels in the process. Mm -hmm. Like, I did source people that 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 did have toxicity. You know, I mean, toxicity is not the individual. It's it's, it's to me, it's the way of being that that they that they were. Like, I'm not a toxic person, you know, in, in general, unless I. I, I, I put on ways of being that are toxic. I mean, I, I still have that in me. It's possible, you know, but I'm present to, to myself today. You know, I, I'm just saying that depending on what we choose that can come out of us. So become aware of, 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 of what, what you want, what your vision is, like what you stand for, what your values are, and don't go towards those situations because you will uproot your experiences again and question yourself over and over again your self-esteem will become lowered you know it's just a it's a domino effect you know so no matter how much spiritual work i realize i do and i and i and even with, with with some of my fucking raddest most enlightened individuals i spend time with they can have some gnarly stories still like fuck i end up being in a relationship like this and i'm like wow you know i i listen to aubrey marcus often and, and one of the one of the guys one of the gals that is on his podcast he was it was his former fiance named um oh my gosh what was her name uh it, it, it's it's eluding, it's eluding me at the moment but her instagram handle is the poet queen um and she just was in a relationship fairly recently and she's a very 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 i, I highly highly Mm. um admire her for her work um but she was in a relationship where towards the end like it, 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 she ended up in a hotel room with, with this person she was with and he was dragging her out by her hair you know they were there's kicking and screaming you know so like no matter what you do like you, you could end up still like recreating mm. traumatic patterns and um you know i was i was recently in a relationship that that i 
let go of where we had brought up our, right. our and I shared about this before we had brought up our, our, our patterns. We were just like literally poking the bear, you know, with each other. And I'm like consciously aware. I'm like, what in the actual fuck is happening right now? Like this is happening. This is actually happening. Like I am like in a toxic experience where, where we are relating toxically <laughs> to each other, have all these skills. And then it just comes down to, all right, the only way out is through right now. Like, it's not like, like stay and, 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 and grit through it. But we did try. We did try to become like, okay, let's separate our experience right now and, and come to, and, and just be two humans that are aware that something is not serving us. And like, it's like we could take ourselves out of it and just ha- come to the table. And, and we, we laid it out. We're like, this is our experience. How are we going to go about this? You know, so crazy. It's almost like how war happens, right? <laughs> We're having a war. All right, guys, stop the war. Pause. What, what, what's our next play? You know, and, and that's how it feels like. <laughs> And yet we went back in and we're like, all right, are we in? We're in. Cool. We're playing. We're choosing in. We're playing team. Cool. Caitlin Howe. Thank you, Jeremy. (laughs) Thank you, Jeremy. Caitlin Howe was, was, is the name of um, Aubrey Marcus's former fiance and her Instagram handle is the poet cream queen. Thank you, Jeremy. Love you. Um, So yeah. And, and it still, it still didn't work, you know? And I believe the stories that we are both still holding on to were that, you know, we had multiple relationships within our one relationship. And I was definitely in the relationship of our first one while we have already moved into a second one or a third one. And so the story was, he doesn't listen. He flies off the handle, this and that and the other. And clearly based. What do you think? Yeah. Real quick, real quick. What do you, what do you, what do you mean by you were in a first relationship and then a second one? So that's a great question. Um, well, when we met, we had a certain mindset. And then as we were growing, because we both individually know that growth is important. So we were continuously growing on our own. And thus, like right. we had three identities. We had our individual selves plus the um, <laughs> thumbs up, plus the relationship that we were creating. And so we didn't really know what we were doing. We just were doing the best we can by integrating the experiences that we'd had, plus the things we'd read, plus the, you know, the the, the new experiences we were having with each other, you know, and then trying to get outside support, like going to therapy and all the things. And, um, it's, it, it was like, we'd, we'd moved, we were moving at a fast, yeah. rapid, rapid, radical rate yet. Like weren't really truly incorporating the tools of, you know, cord cutting and like consciously sitting there and like having, you know, uh, a ceremonial process, if you will, of like letting go. And we, we were learning these things by listening to podcasts and, 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 and all the things while we were in this relationship, I was learning a lot of these things. So when I say the only way out is through, I mean, for me personally, it's like, well, I could just cut the relationship off, which I had done in the past. And then I feel great. Of course we feel great, right? I feel great. No one's challenging me. No one's triggering me. And I'm great, right? All of a sudden, I'm healed. It's just this person that creates this within me. <laughs> Yet, I go to wow. the next one. It's the same fucking right. thing. It's different person, totally different, you know, ways of being. Wow. Same result. Right. Same result. So, it's it's me. And that, that next person will probably say the same thing. It was him, right? Like, meaning that person that I got with next is probably having the same, you know, outcome as he had in his other relationship. And, and we source each other, right? So, until we truly get conscious... And say, this is not serving us. How do we want to go about this? Because we're going to, we, we could leave each other and we could go to a, a new experience or we could really try to work this out if we feel some values here. Um, 
And so, you know, reason I broke, we, we split up was there wasn't a, we, we weren't at the mindset or didn't, we didn't have the skills that we weren't using the skills that would serve us to move forward. And through my eyes personally, um, Mm. and his, now that we, we've talked about it, um, we had really a lot to heal within ourselves prior to even deciding to go back to that relationship. So other relationships I do, I do believe too. I, you know, if I can go or go, I'll finish this last statement. Other relationships go for it. can heal us. I believe relationships heal us truth, tr- truly because I've experienced it, you know, but having that baseline of communication, effective, compassionate communication, which I'm learning every day to have, um, cause I used to come from like a controller aspect of like, I want what I want when I want it. And I didn't realize it until I kept getting that reflected back to me and having enough people, different people saying it. I was like, Whoa, that lands like, can you, I'm sorry. Can you repeat it one more time? How, how did it keep coming back to you? Because I kept getting the same feedback, which is a gift feedback mm-hmm. of different yes. partners telling me, um, you're controlling. And I'm like, no, I'm not. You are. It's like, well, why, mm-hmm. why even, oh, wow. Why even respond that quickly? Obviously, there's some charge there. It's a trigger, you know, and there's truth there. It it resonates. Mm. It lands, you know. So I eventually saw it and I had my last part. It was very strong willed like me. And, um, you know, I, 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 I respect the strong willed. I, what I don't respect in that way of being that I had was the um, arrogance that came with it. And, um, it wouldn't, it didn't have, there was room for growth. There wasn't room for growth. So eventually, you know, I'm like, wow, I do control and it doesn't serve me. And I don't want that yeah. relationship and I don't want to control someone. I don't want someone to control me. So I just do believe to tailor it back around and kind of finish off here. I do believe relationships can heal you. You know, you could have this compassionate, loving communication, you know, which is what I'm seeking in my next partnership, you know, whatever that looks like is to have a, him know his triggers and needs and, 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 and know what he wants and not have it all put together, not, not be at the top of the mountain and, and want to meet at the top, you know, but, you know, have some baseline, some ground covered enough to say, hey, I understand that my my triggers aren't because you are making me do something or feel something like it. I am responsible for how I come come to this relationship and I also get to share how I'm coming, how I feel with you. And I would like the respect of you holding space for me to get to know me better because I want to be in partnership with you. And that's how, that's what I've learned now. That's, that's what I'm seeking, that type of dynamic. And there that's possible. And within that there's right. healing, there's healing that, that can happen versus, you know, the, the dynamic that continues to be recreated of, of someone wins and someone loses because that was my household. My dad would always win or my mom would win and I would always lose. And so I sought that within relationship and I became right. the one that won and he right. became the one that loses. But that's not relationship. Right. It's not win or lose, you know, it's team. Another story yeah. we tell ourselves too, right? It's funny. There's another, like, and it's funny that like, you don't, it's not like you, you, <laughs> it's not like we get to 12 and it's like, okay, hold on before going to 13, choose the stories you want. Yeah. So you got this one of abuse. You got this one of, uh, you know, somebody loves you, but only if you do what they want you to do, or you got this one, you're not worthy enough. Like which story do you want to take with you the rest of your life? Like they're all happening to they're us all all happening. at the same fucking time. And it's crazy, you know? but it's like, it's then, true. And then what's crazy too, is that like, you know, even if you're, you know, doesn't have to be always from your parents either. I mean, culture tells you all kinds of shit about how you should act. Yeah. You know, hey, you're, you're, 
Um, I don't know if you we're creating stories about this podcast right, right now. I mean, people are creating stories about us, you know, I mean, who we might be or what, you know, I mean, all the things we're always creating stories, you know, and just got to get really check in with that. And <laughs> it's just a check in constant check in, you know, what's my intention? You know what I wanted to, uh, to point out about what you said that I thought, Oh wow, this is, this is a really good point. Uh, and I don't want it to go. It's a, it's a, it's funny how sometimes the most profound changes we can make in our lives are just small ones that happen to us every single fucking day. So when you said, no, when you told me, like, you know, when, when they told me I was controlling right away, like, no, I'm not, you're controlling. And like, you know, when you find yourself upset by something, somebody tells you for me personally, as you say that, like what's helped me in my life is when I, I find now, like whenever, ever something somewhat gives me a feeling of, uh, unease, whether it's anger, whether I'm bothered, annoyed, um, impatient, any type of unease, I think to myself, huh, hold up. You know, it depends now, but you know, but sometimes like, for instance, like, you know, if somebody tells me something and I think to myself, like with what you said, and it's like, oh no, that's not, but then I go, well, hold on, wait a minute. Maybe I should look into it. Like, you know, I always like to, like what I've tried to develop, I don't know how, for how long now is to just take different perspectives, not on, not on just like, you know, sure. uh, or I guess what most importantly on myself, like throughout all, you know, throughout like what I do, like, it's like, okay, hold on. How did this come across maybe to somebody else? You know, it's like, because, you know, when you talk about certain, like one, when you find that, or at least again, in my experience, I feel like, like, like we're, you know, me and me and you, we have this same feeling, but when you find that, oh my God, like when I serve people, like it gives me like this extra purpose and it feels really good. Like, you know, and it's so funny that like, it's weird too. Cause it's this weird, I've had this thought of like, it's so weird. Cause it's like, it's somewhat selfish. Like, you know, when you do good for others, like, God, there's this good feeling you have for yourself, you know? And it's like, is it, you know, and I thought to myself just philosophically, it's like, you know, how funny it's like, is that a, is it wrong? Like, you know, you do something for others, but because it makes you feel good, you know? And it's like, the more I've thought about it, it's like, I don't think so at all. Like to try to make others be better so that even when they run into then maybe you, or if they run into you, whoever's out there listening, you know what I mean? Like, I just want everybody to be out there and have a better life. Because when you have one person that's having a shitty life, why they don't want to be alone? People with shitty lives don't want to be alone with their shitty life. That's why we all have those kind of. That's why they have a shitty life. Because you know? there's no, they don't have a tribe or community. We you know, tribe. and then we all know those type of people who want to beat you down when you tell, you know, every time you have some type of fucking success. You know, there's those type of people where it's like, ah, yeah, you know, and they're all very grumpy about the things that you're trying to do because it reflects on them what they're not doing. Go deeper on why you think, and I want to, I want to take this and and go, go somewhere with it. All the things you said. So why do you think if you could really just go deep that they, Mm -hmm. that if somebody would want, not want someone else to be successful? What do you think they experienced as a child? Oh, wow. You know what I was going to say? I was going to go. It's the stories for sure. And I think, I think one, so I have a, I have a few thoughts. So one, I think uh, in America, I mean, we are, we're in the, we're in the winning country. 
we're in the country. Everybody, you know, as I grew up, I mean, I grew up, this is the greatest country in the world. And, you know, we have so much money and nobody's ever been as nice as us and all these things. And then there's also then the story that we're being told because, you know, we're not far from the, the greatest, you know, quote unquote, the greatest generation ever, right? And the baby boomers and all the greatness that and all the wealth and all this prosperity that America had. These people are in our families. We see the things that they did and we've now adopted these stories that we should be more successful, I think. And I think then when we, um, um, you see where I'm going here with this? I do. I do. I know. I, I do. Help me out. I, I'm, I'm losing. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help well, me you're out not with... losing it. I, I totally get yeah, it. Yeah. I, I could tell you what my experience is, 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 is I, I see life through a baseline. People want to be loved, seen and understood. And all of these stories are spawned from that if they don't feel any of those. And so what I see, right? and I say this because I've been this person. I, I, I felt this way. I haven't necessarily wanted to like be like, ah, boo that person. But I have felt that inside. Like, God, like they're really, they're really succeeding. You know, like I don't feel like, what about me? You know, like what, wait, what, what, what am I not doing? Or, you know, but it comes off differently for every, everybody else. Like one person could just express themselves like, fuck that, you know, and really, truly just like, kind of like, just be super negative. Right. But like, what, if I came across that person, which I, which I do, I come across them every now and then we all do what I, my approach is it's very clear that person wasn't seen. And so other people being seen, it hurts them. Now they are at that space where they just attack instead of say, God, like, you know, I, I really wish that I I really wish that somebody else would notice what I'm doing, you know, but that's too vulnerable. Right. Cause that, that's giving your power away. You know, that, that's what they feel. That goes back to what you said earlier with the, I don't know, I feel like too. Right. So, so no, that's that's great. So my, my gift is compassion and grace. I believe that's everyone's gift, but I, my, my gift is compassion and grace. And so when I see people like that, I'm like, okay, like I actually saw someone like that today. And when I was getting my oil change at Pep Boys, um, he came up very controlling and um, mm. I could see what he needed. You know, he really took pride in his work because he was very consistent with his work, but very mm. like standoffish right. and like right. looked at me through an arrogance. I could see mm. it, arrogance, absolute arrogance. Looked at me as like, I, he's better than, right. and I'm less than. And I knew that I know we're equal. I, I know that. So right. I complimented him yeah. instantly yeah, on yeah. what he's doing. That was very hard for him to receive, but he did oh, say, thank you. And wow. his wall started to come down. Right. Nice. So you can see the things based, based yeah. on the seeing, hearing and understanding. Right. You can see within people what they need. So just give it to them because like, give it to them. Hey, you know, I, I see what you're doing here. I forget. How much did that cost you, by the way? The oil change or the love? No, no, no. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause people, cause what you did right there, it didn't cost you anything to give this man a compliment and to recognize him as a human being. Because I think what happened, you know, what you described, so many people go through and when they see that person and they think that that person's fucking shitting on them, they just go, fuck, you know, I'm going to try to shit on this person even harder then. Then they just, they just, you know, now it's all just, you know, uh, he doesn't want to talk with her and she don't want to talk with him. And now she leaves with this fucking even greater feeling of, oh, you know, those fucking oil monkeys and, you know, these guys that do the fucking, uh, you know, the 
or you know that these guys they're all a certain type of way and oh these people with this type of class or and then he leaves thinking oh these women they're all this type of way and look at this car she drove and all these and they make all these new stories about like you know hey i gotta be aware of that type of person and this type of person Sure. And yet what you did was, you know, and it's, and I love this. This is, uh, you know, love, love conquers all. And like, it sounds so silly, but it's like when you really, it's, it's only because I think we don't have enough stories in our own um, media that necessarily tell us these things. A lot of our stories are all conflict, are all violence. And, you know, they're, they, they sometimes, yeah, there's maybe a happy ending at the end, but sometimes the way they got there, they didn't really show the actual work that, you know, because the actual work takes time and it's not really, um, it's not you know, it's not entertaining. Well, it's not I, I, I see what you mean. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not dramatic enough for people to watch. Exactly. People want to hear that, though. People do. People do, people do want, the, the majority of people that don't watch the news is a lot of the, is the awakened people. They don't watch the news really. Like, I mean, they'll pay attention to certain things. I mean, I, I'm sure most people on here can agree with that. You know, it's like, eh, no, we're awakened, not into it. I get, I get that this is a distraction. I, I get this, but I don't really give that too much attention, but I, I definitely, so I, I the stories, the, 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 the stories for sure, you know, it, it, it can, let me, let me, I, well, I want to say how I see myself often is like, have you seen the movie Constantine? I have not seen Constantine. Const- heard that. Const- it's really good? good. It's really good. It's with Keanu Reeves. And he basically, he basically is, um, gosh, I forgot, but he, he like the devil. No, he's he like not the, the devil, devil but he's, 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 he's playing with the devil. He's, he's got to deal with the devil, but, but he, he's fighting on the good team. But there's a scene where he's walking through okay. hell and he's like, he's like these evil, you know, like, like, I'll call them stories. These little gremlins are walking around and just looking at him, sniffing him out. And he's just walking right through. Like, I know what I'm up to. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. I'm clear about that. I, I, I'm clear about you looking evil, feeling evil, trying to speak your evil, but I'm not, I'm not buying it. Cause I know that once I pierce your heart, you're, you're, you're going to absolutely feel love, you know? So I, and I feel that, you know, and doesn't mean I don't get triggered. I'm human, but like, you know, like, that's what I mean. Walking in, I, I'll walk into rooms sometimes, like, like we all will. And I'll feel the judgment and I get the judgment. Like I just, I radically get the judgment. It's fear. It's fucking fear. That's it. And so to stand in front of a person, feel their judgment and still right. just show up and be like, I see you. I see you. And, and just, and feel their energy. Their walls just come down it makes me right. cry right, right there. I've had moments of just bursting into tears with people. I remember this woman at the airport. I was going on a trip to do a speech in, in Scottsdale yeah. at this this year. And um, she wasn't necessarily judging, but um, kind of. I could feel her from sitting across from me. And she was judging, but it wasn't necessarily like a really heavy negative energy. But it was a judgment. And, um, you know, she eventually locked eyes with her. She started talking to me. And you know, I mean, 10 minutes mm. later, I'm on my knees. She's standing and I ask her if I can pray, you know, and my, my God's all love. Um, but and I'm praying and we're in front of this. It was a lot of people, you know, and yeah. just so much. Just um, well, I could just feel this, her. She was comparing herself, you know, to me, but she was also giving me kudos. It was really cool. And oh. and I just felt that she needed a release. And I just I felt to, uh, divinely 
guided to just pray. And I didn't have any, you know, specific schooling in prayer. It just comes to me and it just, it's just whatever comes out. And, and sometimes it'll be, I'll be rocking back and forth. Sometimes I'll be just like really, really speaking. It's not tongues, but it's just, it's like I can observe myself from within. Anyways, I, I just started to pray, you know, and, and she just cried and cried and I'm crying there too. And, you know, just the release of the stories is what I could feel from her, you know, and and a connection, a human connection. Cause I saw her, I understood her and I felt, I felt her and um, she felt seen her. She just felt seen, heard and understood. And that's really, I can't, I can't really impress that upon anyone enough that that is truly the baseline that we come from that, that, that love is the goal seeing, hearing and understanding and all the other stories are bullshit. They're just bullshit stories, you know? Doesn't mean the person is bullshit. Doesn't mean the stories don't get to be like acknowledged and hey, like I I I see I see that. I I hear that story. I resonate with that story. I resonate with that. I, I I see it. I understand like what you're what you're saying. And here's how I understand, or you know, and just empathizing with the person, you know, it can be challenging at times, especially if we're results driven controllers and we want to step in, um, understand the story or shut the story down and just like see the person change right then and there. That's not going to happen. Like I wanted to, my, my natural results driven controller wanted to step in with, right. with Mario today at, at pet boys. And I wanted to see him change right then and there. Um, and I actually did see some change, but I, I have to accept that just leaving some breadcrumbs is enough. It's enough. It's powerful. It's not about me. It's about what, what God did through me today to, to, to talk to this person and the rest will be all the other people that meet him. Now his eyes a little bit more open. So he has more bandwidth to take in more people similar to me. He's now going to be on the lookout for those types of energies, whether he realizes it or not, and he's going to get more insight, more insight, more insight. So I'm not the only one on this team. We're all All playing on this team. And I'm just, I'm just a player that, that kicked the ball and and kicked it to the next person. And, and, and then they're going to, you know, and then the goal is going to happen. You know, the goal is going to happen. That person's going to be enlightened, you know? So just know that you matter. The way you show up matters. You don't have to save the world. You just get to show up where you feel called to speak it. Let your heart be open, get real, get vulnerable, get fucking raw, get fucking raw, get fucking raw, get raw, please get raw. You know, that, that one feeling <laughs> that you think, Oh no, right. say it. Say it, because right. it could be that person's life or death moment right there. Right. It's not about you. It's that it was getting channeled through you. Right. Say it, you know, don't save your face. Don't save your, 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 you know, whatever you've been creating. We create our mask and we want to keep that upheld at all fucking costs sometimes, but it really is at the cost of our happiness because on the other side of that mask is our true happiness. You know, the other side of who we think we are is our happiness. The other side of who we think people think we are is our happiness, you know? Doing it again, Britt. You got all these things where it's like, we can end on any one of these, these, these notes. This is great. This is great, Britt. You know, and anybody, everybody out there, I mean, you know, my God, you know, if you, if, if you're looking, you know, here, here we are some people who've been through some shit, but also some people who have found solutions for ourselves and we're still, we're still figuring it out. We're still trying to get it together. We're not there, but I think that's actually a strength of where we're at. And I think, you know, for anybody who can ever end up seeing like adopt this story that you are alive and as a human being alive, you have the most advanced technology sitting right behind your eyes. (laughs) And with that shit, you can do anything you want to do. It takes time, but guess what? You've been given that time. 
You know, we talk so much about the gift and I'm always thinking that gift is that which is right here in front of us, the present. There it is, your gift, like it's now. This is the only thing you gotta worry about is now. And it's hard, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy, you know? And I'm, I'm always trying to tell people that like, you know, it, it's not easy to change. It's not easy to, um, to make changes. <laughs> it's not easy to think about making changes even. But if you're not getting the results you want in your life, and even though it may be easy to sit there and keep getting the shitty results that you're getting, you got to think to yourself at some point, like, you know, and, and I think, you know, th this is what I'm interested about the awareness and how we got it at times. It's like, because you got to wake up and go, you know what? I don't need to keep doing this. And shit, I am, you know, like Dr. Bruce Lipton says, it's like 95% of our fucking shit's coming from the subconscious. 95% of who we are is all shit that we made and we decided about ourselves. We didn't decide uh, consciously. But between the ages of one and six, our brain is in a hypnotic state so that we can absorb all of that around the people, all everything around around us. Like that, this is straight. This guy is the guy that coined epigenetics. Like he, these people, you know, like this shit's out there now. Like, and another thing too, like, and I, I said this often before. I might have even said this on our last pod, our last conversation we had, Britt, but that. When you're more in tune with your body, you're going to be more attuned to what people are feeling about you when you're in that space with them. Because in our hearts, we have receptors for the waves that come out of our brain and the waves and the frequencies that our brain pushes out literally leaves our head. Like this shit isn't, and this is all, these are things that are fucking, um, you know, they sure. test these things. They put people, you know, they, they've done these tests with people. I'm going to end on this note. You know, we, they've done this test with people, though, where they uh, put them in the same room. And then they just make them speak. They, they test where their brainwaves are. They make sure that they're people that are on different brainwaves. They get them in the room together and they just have them speak a script that's out for them. And just by speaking to each other about this script, they end up actually syncing brainwaves. So the, these things, these things aren't, you know... There's more out there to our lives than what we think. And, and, and take that chance. Be out there. You know, ask us questions. Ask people questions. Find out if, if it seems like, you know, you feel like, oh, shit, I want to ask somebody something. But, you know, if that makes you feel uneasy, maybe that's the shit that you need to go towards. Yeah. I love Britt. Hey, you know, this was uh, – I'm hoping again, too. I mean, you know, again, I'm not – I don't want to keep us too long. But, you know, this is a longer station as I think many ones that we will have. I mean, even when, when we just talk, Britt, like, you know, preparing or, you know, talking about this stuff, we always go off on something else. The first five minutes today, even, we were like, you know, we brought up something else. And I was like, oh, shit, hold up, hold up, hold up. We'll have to save that for another, another conversation because, yeah. because I think – you know, what, what I'm finding talking with you, what I'm realizing about myself even, and I've known this, I mean, I, I put these things out there on my Instagram and stuff, but God, man, the stories we tell ourselves are so fucking important, you know, and, and we have, we have that, that, that pro we have the executive producer. We are the guy that can go in and change the shit that we're telling ourselves. 
Sure. It's not easy. It's not easy. But hey. Uh, yeah. I, I told myself 10 stories today that changed my vibration and changed my outlook multiple times. It's like, so it's Beautiful. so interesting, you know, um, even says, and a couple of the stories didn't serve me, you know, it's like one of my mentors says, if you're going to tell yourself a story, tell yourself a story that serves you because you're the one that's in control of it. And if baseline is love then none of the other things matter, you know, so tell yourself a loving story that serves you. And it's true. And um, it's okay that this is, it's okay when we don't tell us it's okay that the other stories pop up. It's how we move through them. It's okay. It's okay. You know, um, I just wanted to share as well, like just a, a way to that, the way that I see, the way that I see how stories get created is one, we have a, our experiences from our warmer children. It's kind of like a formula. We have the neutral experience and then we have the perspective from the person and that perspective and perception is filtered through all their experiences. And then there's a, a thought that's formed and then there's a picture memory or a picture. And then there's a feeling that's created. Then there's an action, then there's a result. So essentially if you don't like your results, go back to your perspective and shift it. And so how do we do that? Right. If you think your perspective is right, like, okay, well, how do we do that? Well, right. in a really great state of mind, really just your absolute best state of mind, create yourself a vision, create yourself a vision. And you can create a vision for any area of your life. Let's say we want to create a vision for a relationship, right? So create the vision of what you want, what you want to feel, what you want in a person, like what, what you want. And when you notice yourselves diverting from that vision, but it's something that you, but it's, it's a pattern. And so it feels normal to you, but the results get you the same, like filter your actions, your feelings, your thoughts, and your words through that vision of your relationship. And if you're not in alignment, get in alignment and it's going to feel different. It's going to feel different when you're breaking patterns. It's going to feel different when you're breaking cycles. The stories are going to come up heavy, which is where your support system needs to be, you know, gets to be there. And if you don't have one, find one. I didn't have a support system that I had a lot of people that were acquaintances, but I didn't have a support system that I could just, that I, that I felt like I could just call because I didn't build relationships. I just had a lot of connections, but I didn't know how to build relationships. So I had to start somewhere. So I started that, but I wanted to share that because it's really important to know, like, Stories are going to show up when you create, when you recreate patterns, they're going to show up really fucking hard, uh, even harder because you're doing something different, you know, but keep on that vision. That vision is your guide. Those values that you create are those are the guide. How I got my values is my vision is really, really easy. Um, I want support. I want, I want to, um, I want to experience support, joy, and, um, uh, and love, you know, and then my values I did by going online and going on a uh, website that gave me like kind of a formula to finding my values. And I did a ton of, I wrote a ton, ton of words down. And then I eventually got down to like 10 and I have them on my fridge, you know, and that's what I run my filter. I filter my decisions through. And if at any point I'm out of integrity, I clean it up. At any point I'm not being compassionate, I clean it up. You know, it's like no harm, no foul, nothing to judge, just something to notice. And the reason why I'm sharing these is because these are my baseline for all the things like these are the positive baselines for me. And so whenever I have old patterns that kick up from my childhood or never have an old story that kicks up, I run my, my, it through these, this filter and it gets, becomes second nature, becomes second nature. You know, I hope that's supportive for people. It's very supportive for me. Um, and it's, and it is a journey, you know, it's not even like we're trying to figure things out. Like that's a story in itself. Like we are just here. Moment by yeah, moment, you know how we move through it is how we're going to actually support somebody else in moving through that. And when we support somebody else, we are we are healing ourselves. You know, 
What I've had, uh, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it, Britt. I mean, what what I've had to, you know, every every great thing that's been started, every great thing that's been accomplished, every great thing out there was in somebody's mind first, you know. So yes, like from a perspective, find out people what your values are, and don't be afraid of like, you know, feeling like, hey, you know, if I put words on my, you know, mirror, if I put words here, if I put, you know, like. Do new, do new things. Try to do some new things. Like, I mean, if, if what you've been doing hasn't worked, you know, because this is, this is awesome shit we could get into later too, uh, Britt. I mean, about our support system, more about even affirmations and about, for instance, you know, uh, going deeper into like, how do you reinforce this, the new stories then? And, but, you know, there, there's, there's so much, you know, what I wanted to stop you with was tell you, hey, if for nobody else, Britt, like for myself, you know, and I hope, I hope it's the same way, you know, for yourself being here with me that you learn too. you know what I mean? Cause I'm, I'm here with you. Oh yeah. I'm, learning I'm listening. For sure. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm taking notes down. I'm like, Oh shit. Like that's, and, and, and that's with, you know, uh, Jeremy brother, same with you when you were on with me, I was like, Oh shit, I got to note that down. Like, you know, we're, you know, and, uh, my my brother Randy uh, from Guam. I learned some shit from him. He was the first guest that was on the Water Podcast. We have a lot of guests that are coming up in the uh, in the next year, and I'm still going to be doing the solo shows myself. Britt M. Russell, you know Britt. I see. You know, is it is it is it two T's or is it one T? I, I you know I, I go I go with two when I write it myself. <laughs> But right. we, but Britt M. Russell was taken in Instagram, so I did one T, and it just kind of stuck. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Because you know, you told I was like, wait, wait, wait. And then because last podcast you said one T, and then I was like, or no, what? you said two T's, and I no, no, you said two, and then I looked at your thing. I was like, wait, hold up, but it's Britt M. Russell with one T. Like, <laughs> that's where you find her at Britt M. Russell. Um, Facebook also, or is there was yeah. another yeah, website? The, the, the Facebook too. My Facebook. my 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 Facebook is um, is uh, my website is getting it's 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 in progress right now, but it's it's Brit it's BritRussell.com with two T's, you know, and then Russell's with two S's, two L's, and yeah. really you can just hit me up, hit me up on Instagram, find yeah. me on um, feel free to email me at uh, the yeah. the worthy mindset at gmail.com, the worthy mindset at gmail.com. Feel free to to reach out, and you know the services that I offer are empowerment coaching. And we can create special packages. I actually created a, a 12 week program, which is really, really awesome. It, 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 it encompasses, it was really stemmed from my experiences and each week is a different topic. Um, and it's like more of a self-study, but it is weekly. And then I also do Reiki healing. And um, like I said, I'm in my master's right now to be able to tune people. So getting them certified as well. And then I just love breath work and I have I'm still really new to it and I'm looking forward to that in 2022 but I want to share um I picked a, I picked a card before the podcast and if you guys are open to it <laughs> so this is from a really okay. cool deck yeah the, the, okay the deck is actually a sacred rebels deck and I know that we're all pretty rebellious at heart just meaning you know just that those question true true seekers and we and we, we question status quo so I'm going to be reading from a book. So I picked it and it's called Beyond the Mind, The Heart Beats. So really just dropping into the heart. I love this. And so it says in the chaos of modern life and the constant fluctuations of our minds, it can be difficult to remember that a sublime sanctuary lies within. Yet it is always there. 
Beneath the ceaseless activity, there is an endless, vast spaciousness that restores and connects us to something greater, something that exists outside of time, something might call eternity, something we might call eternity. Within that sanctuary, sacred sound is felt rather than heard. That sacred sound is actually the, the, the reverberating heartbeat of the entire universe. Your own heart's rhythm sounds within the greater universal heartbeat. The totality of life, all of your being, can be felt as one. Through listening to and feeling for the sacred sound of the heart beating within you. It is through this heartbeat that we experience a love that is more, more than preference or attachment. Mm. So unconditional. This is the love that inspires, energizes, and moves us to create, even beyond what we once thought was possible. Your love for life, the need to feel alive and express yourself, and the quest for that which is truly fulfilling. These are all sacred urges that rebel against fear and promote passion for being alive. They flow through your blood and can be felt through the beating of your heart. This oracle that I pulled, which is an oracle card, this has a specific message that there is the way that there is a way of the mind which can make mountains out of molehills so stories even when it thinks it is turning mountains into molehills <laughs> then there is the way of the heart it is a subterranean it is subterranean and moves subtly beneath wow. possible yep. obstacles intelligently shifting with exquisite sensitivity sensing the way forward through dangerous pathways and responding to what it what is before it even so it says okay let me read this one more time so the way of the heart is subterranean and moves subtly beneath possible obstacles it moves intelligently shifting with exquisite sensitivity sensing the way forward through dangerous pathways and responding to what is before it when even occurs in the physical world interesting okay i don't think i read that as, as well as i could have but it's basically saying what we just talked about that your heart knows and your heart has reasons that reason does not understand it just does there's things that we can't express you know so trust your heart come from love release the stories right. basically a story is anything that makes you feel like you're separate from someone right. else if you feel you're separate you'll know yeah can i really oh, it breathe. Yep. You just pulled that no card mistakes. randomly. You know what I mean? I mean, the way of the mind to make mountains out of molehills, you know, and, and when you really think about it, I mean, yes, our stories, you know, I mean, how often have people, <laughs> you know, don't cry over spilt milk, but you know what I mean? Like how often have people, it's just something minor, but it's like, ah, and then some people it's like, holy shit, you've gone through what? And you're like, you're smiling. Like, <laughs> yeah. Totally. Ah, it's beautiful. That's fucking yes. no coincidence. There are no coincidences. No. Or, you know, some shit's happening in the matrix right now. Be afraid. <laughs> little glitch. <laughs> little glitch. Let's <laughs> push it out. So, uh, I want to say thank you to Jeremy and Stella for being so loyal. I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm curious as to what oh, either of you, what, what truly landed for you. I'm sure maybe that many things. Hey, let me, oh man. You know what? Uh, so yes, we'll be back again, everybody. Okay. Thank you for being here. And you don't you don't gotta leave Brit because we're gonna I'm gonna edit this. So I should have told you that earlier, but yes, people, thank you for being here. We will be continuing this again. Again, <laughs> check out Brit, follower, finder, 
listen to as much as you can from her. Thank you so I much, hope Matt. That with you well, um, please. Thank you. I mean, you know, this stuff's important. You know, oh. you get, I think we see this shit, right? Like, it's like, oh man, this shit. People need, you know, you, you, me and you may have a lot of similarities in our minds, but the avatars we use are different, and the people mm-hmm. that are gonna are going to vibe with us are gonna. It's just gonna be different because, yeah, you know, we're in different. Bo- we're, we're, we present something different to people. We look different. You know what I mean? We sound different, and that's okay. Sure. That's fine, but you know, I I, I totally, <laughs> I'm in so much accord with the things that you're saying. I love Thank it. Thank you. I, I Thank you. do. You have to leave because Jeremy asked if there's no. I don't. Jer- oh no no. I'm gonna, I'm just wrapping this up for the for the edit. That's all. Oh so okay. Oh I see. You know what I mean. I was just about yeah. to tell everybody. Come back again. Check out the old, the past episodes whenever you're ready for them. They're there. These yeah. things are not tied into. You know, oh, it's tied into the news cycle or it's tied into uh, the Super Bowl or it's tied into anything that like where if you didn't get it right away, whenever you're ready, mm. we're here for you. For sure. The Wallet Podcast is here. Thank you. And if you have anything that you want to hear more about, reach either one of us. Let me know. Or if you feel more comfortable with my sister here, let her know. Be love, everybody. And be loved. <laughs>